God bless you. God bless you. Welcome to Lightweight Church of God in Christ broadcast right here um, in the United States of America, where we have one church and four locations. We thank God for this opportunity to go forth. My name is First Lady Janetta Yaboa. It's a blessing to be here. And we thank our pastor, um, Pastor Daniel Yaboa. Um, for the opportunity um, for me to speak the word today. Um, before we get started, I do want to um, start with a word of prayer as we prepare to hear the word of the Lord. Gracious Father, I thank you. I thank you for your word that is about to come forth. Father, I thank you, oh, for your word that is going forth to bring hope and peace, calmness, tranquility, oh, breakthrough in the lives of your people. Father, we thank you for destroying every distraction, every assignment of the enemy that has been assigned to kill, still, and destroy concerning your word today. But I thank you that your word is going forth to accomplish that which you desire in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Our word for today, the title of the message today is, is shifting and it's turning in my favor. I want you to begin uh, to open up your mouth and say, God is shifting and he's turning things in my favor. Yes. And yes, he's, he's shifting things. He's turning things. And you know, if you're on the prayer line with us daily, I, my, one of my favorite phrases is I don't care what you're going through, but I know a God, hallelujah. I am that I am that can create an opportunity just for you, the apple of his eye, just for you, his, his child, his precious child, he will create divine opportunities just for you. Hallelujah. And that's why the Bible says no weapon for and against you shall prosper. I don't care what it looks like. Oh, God's going to turn it around in your favor. And it, that weapon, that assignment is shall not prosper. So again, will be our message title for today is, is shifting and, and it's turning in our favor. Our text for today is found in Luke chapter 9 and verse 10 going. Luke chapter 9 and verse 10 going. And the Bible reads, And the apostles, when they had returned, told him all they had done. Then he took them and went aside privately into a deserted place belonging to the city called Bethesda. And he received them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who had need of healing. Verse 12, when the day began to wear away, the 12 came and said to him, send the multitude away that they may go into the surrounding towns and country and lodge and get provisions for we are in a deserted place here. But he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless we go and buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. He said to his disciples, make them sit down in groups of 50. Verse 15, and they did so and made them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, 
my God. He blessed and broke them and gave them to the disciples and set them before the multitude. Verse 17. So they all ate and were filled and 12 baskets of the leftover fragments were taken up. My God, my God, my God. This is so powerful. And here Jesus was um, in a situation where he took his disciples into a quiet place. And, you know, when I begin to look into a quiet place, it's, it's a solitude place. It's a, it's a desolate place. And, and when they had drew away from the crowd, um, Jesus was notified by his disciples that the crowd was appearing. Amen. And in today's society, we are filled with a variety of tasks and responsibilities, goals, events, jobs, amen, our businesses that we tend to daily. But when was the last time you had the opportunity to draw away onto a quiet place uh, to be with the Lord, to allow yourself to be refilled, to allow yourself to be re-energized, to allow yourself um, to be refreshed? You notice that we live in a day and a time that everything is a link. You click on the link to get on someone's schedule. And even if they don't have the availability, they put you on the waiting list. So when there is an availability, you can go ahead and get in their calendar book. But when's the last time that you blocked out um, some time for the Lord that he can begin to refresh you, to re-energize you, to renew you to go forth? You see, it's in the height of that anxiety. It's in the height of the pressure of the cares of this world that we go through that God is telling us to come away to him, come away and be with him. And when we hear that, it's not a punishment. It's not a, a smack on the hand. It's just come away with me so that I can refill you. Come away with me that I can equip you. Come away with me that I can give you the divine strategy mm, that you need to go forth to move forth into that thing. And so that's what it kind of looked like onto um, Martha, who was so busy doing required tasks um, that needed to be done. Let's go to Luke chapter 10 and verse 38. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. And it says, now it happened as they went. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus's feet and heard his word. Verse 40. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone to serve my God? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha. He said it twice. He said her name twice. You are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part 
which will not be taken away from her. My God, you see, Martha was doing a good deed, amen? She was doing the things that needed to be done. She was serving Jesus. She was doing the things that she needed to do. But at the same time, the frustration uh, began to arise upon her. She began to get frustrated and she went to Jesus and said, why is it that this sister of mine is not helping me? I need some help. But notice what Jesus said unto her. He didn't say, Mary, go and help your sister in the kitchen, right? No, he didn't say that. Um, he said that, um, let's go to that in verse, lost my place here. Bear with me, saints of God. Amen. And in verse 42, let's see here. Notice he didn't say unto Martha, Martha, I'm going to have your sister come and help you, right? Jesus began to say unto Martha, that thing which was Mary was doing, it was not going to be taken away from her because Mary was getting equipped, right? She was getting refilled. She was getting renewed. She was getting the necessary strength, the wisdom that she needed to go forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that is what we need to do. Um, in the, in, in the midst of the, the busyness of our days, in the midst of the busyness of our weeks, we need to set time apart and begin to sit at the feet of God. Hallelujah. And begin to receive his strength, begin to receive his wisdom that we need to go forth. You see, it's in that quiet time that we allow God to refill us hallelujah, and give us divine strategies, divine direction that we need to go forth. Because if you read our, our scripture text for today, you know that the disciples, they seem kind of concerned about all the multitude of people that needed to be fed with only a limited amount of food that to the natural eye couldn't do anything. That's where that storing away to that quiet place. That's when going in to hear what it is that God is going to give you for such a time as this that you're in to move forward. You see, as Jesus went away onto his quiet place with his disciples, um, as I said, who seemed worked at um, concerning the lack of food, Jesus already knew what he was going to do in advance. My God, you see, we have to be in the mindset that when situations arise in our lives, that we're not going to be tempted to be led into the overwhelm and the frustration, but we're going to draw away to get a divine strategy from the Lord. Hallelujah. So that we can move forward. My question to you today, my brother and my sister, is can you see beyond your physical situation that you're going through? Can you see beyond your physical situation that you are going through? Yes, I know that you have a time limit. I know you have a deadline. I know you need that financial situation worked out. My God, I know that that sickness is in your body, but can you see beyond that physical situation? 
You see, one thing about us is sometimes, sometimes um, our perception can be flawed because of the situation that we're going through. Many times we can find ourselves triggered or frustrated, burnt out by the situation that you are going through. And that's why that quiet time, that stowing away onto that personal time with the Lord is essential onto your victory, is essential onto your breakthrough. I want you to begin to say, there's got to be more. There's, there's got to be more than this. And indeed there is. You see, when that, in, in that time of overwhelm, it's in that time of frustration that we need to begin to be mindful of our spiritual practices that we have put in place. The Bible says the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. But when it seems that he's far away, we have to begin to look at the position of our feet. Have we grown away? Have we moved away from the Lord that now it seems that he's so far away from us that the cares and the, the pressures of this life, it seems like it's just crowding in on you. Are you aware of the signs that you are spiritually burnt out? You're spiritually dehydrated. You're physically frustrated. Have you ever been spiritually, have you ever been physically dehydrated? If you have ever been physically dehydrated, you can feel it. You, your body, your body feels it. You feel weak. Your throat feels it. And, and it's a notification that, hey, I need to drink some water. I need to hydrate myself so that I can go about this day. Because when you're not hydrated, you can become somewhat disoriented. And the same thing applies to us in the realms of the spirit when we are not properly equipping ourselves, amen, to go forth into that quiet time with the Lord. And here are some signs that you are physically frustrated, spiritually dehydrated. Number one, God seems to be far away. God seems to be far away. This God I am that I am, the God that you serve, the God that you pray unto, he seems far away. You have to look at the position of your feet. Number two, your faith is weak. Your faith is weak. Those things that you once had the boldness and the tenacity to pursue and begin to speak onto those mountains, you notice that your faith is now weak. And we know the Bible, the biblical definition of faith, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So another sign is that your faith is weak. You no longer have the faith to move forward in that capacity. You don't think that it can turn around in your favor. You think that it is over for you. Number three, you rarely spend time in your word. You rarely spend time in your word. And that is very possible in such a time where we have the smartphones. You go forth to 
to read your word on your phone. You get the social media notifications. The phone is ringing, text messages, all kind of notifications, alerts coming forth on your phone. And that time you have set and appointed to read your word is being distracted by the cares of this world. You know, but when you get that Bible, amen, you get the paper Bible, amen, and begin to get in that word away from those distractions, you can find yourself being equipped and filled, oh, to go about your day. Number four, you don't have a desire to pray. One thing that we say here at Lightweight Church of God in Christ is prayer changes things. Amen. Prayer changes things. And I, you know, when we're on the prayer line, I always give my disclaimer. I don't care what you're going through, but I know a God that can create an opportunity, a divine door, a divine opportunity just for you. Amen. And that's why prayer changes things. And so when you find out that you have little desire to pray, you need to ponder, hmm, something has shifted, something has changed. You need to begin to look internally and say, what is it that has changed and shifted in my life that I cannot pray unto my father, my father that creates divine opportunities for me, my father that, oh, prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies, my father that gives me divine strength to go about this day, my father that thwarts the plans of the enemy, my father that divinely directs my steps, my father that divinely equips me for this day. You have to begin to look inside and say, what is it that is trying to distract me from seeking the face of my father? And number five, Things just seem impossible. Things seem impossible. You may receive a report from the doctor that says A, B, C, and D, and you think that this is an impossible thing to overturn. Oh my God, but the devil is a liar. And when you are in this journey called life and you think that some things are impossible, you have to look at the posture of your heart. Amen. You have to look at the posture of your feet. Have you strayed away from your father? I am that I am the God of impossibilities. Hallelujah. Oh, that creates opportunities just for you his child. You see, as we begin to look at these five things that I just mentioned, you will notice that it is possible. It is apparent that somewhere spiritual dehydration, um, physical um, frustration has creeped in to distract you from moving forth into your assignment, from moving forth in that relationship, that communion with the Father. And you see, it's in these times that we get preoccupied with this journey called life that we need to stop and pause and we need to realign our steps, realign our agenda to seek the face of the Lord because it's in the face of God. Hallelujah. The direction in prayer as we are properly posturing ourselves before the Father and say, Father, lead me. Father, guide me. Father, direct me. 
Oh, that he will do it. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Do you know that God will divinely order your steps when you don't even know which way to go? I don't know about you, but I've been there. I didn't know where to go, what steps to take, but God divinely gave me the direction. Do you know that when you don't even have the words to say, I've been there. You don't have the words to say that the power of the Holy Spirit will begin to flow and speak through you and put those words in your mouth. Oh, glory be to God. It's in those times that that quiet time that we spend with the Lord that he begins to equip us. He begins to fill us. He begins to give us the boldness that we need uh, to go forth. We need to be aware and conscious of when we are distancing ourselves away from the Lord in prayer. And despite what situation you have encountered in life, that seems impossible. Despite what setback you may have experienced in life, that seems that it's all over. You have to understand the Bible says, thanks be unto him who always causes me to triumph. Oh my God, God is a God of victory, amen. And he shall turn your situation around. Proverbs chapter three, Proverbs chapter three and verse five, it says, acknowledge the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thy what? Thy own understanding. And in all of thy ways, acknowledge him and he, and he shall direct your paths. You see, it is when we begin to commit the affairs, the details of our lives into the hands of the Lord that he begins to redirect, he begins to restructure, realign, and perfect that which concerns every aspect of our lives. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, this book, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. Why? Because as you meditate upon the word of the Lord, you shall have good success. Amen. You shall have victory as you ponder and meditate well upon the word of the Lord. This is so powerful. And despite what you're going through, begin to look at the posture of your feet. Amen. And despite what you have done, despite the past, we always have forgiveness of our sins through the blood of Jesus. And therefore, as we ask for forgiveness of our sins, as we begin to repent, that means turn away from that thing you were doing and come directly to the Father that he will forgive us of all our sins. The slate has been wiped clean. I want you to begin to ponder upon that situation that you are facing. That situation that seems limited, that situation that seems that is no hope um, for you. And I want you to begin to give God glory in advance for moving that situation around in your favor. I know that it seems difficult. I know that it seems like a huge challenge. I know that it may seem impossible. But you know what? Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 
36 and verse 26. Ezekiel chapter 36 and verse 26. And the Bible says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Glory be to God. God will give you a new heart. Even if you did not have a desire to pray, even if you did not have a desire to read your word, even if you did not have a desire to store away unto that personal place with the Lord. Oh, he will give you a new heart, a new heart, a new heart. That old heart, that stony heart didn't want to do it. But as we come forth to the Lord and say, Lord, give me a new heart, do a new work in this heart of mine. Hallelujah. He will grant you unto you a new heart. And despite what you may be going through, if we look at the situation of the disciples as they were pretty worked up, amen, looking at all these people and only looking at a limited amount of food. They, they, they faced a shortage of food. Let's be real. They faced a shortage of food. They had a surplus of people. They had a shortage of money and they had unbelief within them. Amen. Let's be honest. They, they didn't know how this thing was going to work out surrounded with a little bit of sarcasm. Amen. Have you ever been in a situation where someone is looking, they don't know how it's going to turn out. Amen. But you can hear the sarcasm, uh, in their voice, but oh my goodness, I always tell people stand by, stand by, stand by. God has not came through yet. Amen. God has not came through yet. So, you know, when all odds are against you, let everyone know, stand by, because my God is victorious. My God is about to turn this thing around in my favor. He's going to turn it around in your favor. And despite the odds that was against Jesus, Jesus knew who he was. He knew he was the son of God. He knew the authority uh, that he had within him. And as heirs of Christ, we have to know the power and the authority that God has given us. Amen. And notice that Jesus did not get given to the worry, the, the anticipation of how things were going to work out. He didn't give in to the sarcasm, the side conversations behind him. You know, you know how people begin to chatter behind the scenes and, you know, have their commentary. He didn't give on to that, but he began to present and present before his people, his disciples, the proper example of what to do when the situation looks impossible. And so Jesus said, bring, bring the small boy, amen. Jesus said, bring the five barley loaves and the two small fish. That's what Jesus said. And notice what he did. He began to give thanks unto the father. He began to lift it up and he gave thanks. When is the last time that you began to lift up that situation before the father to give thanks? When is the last time that that impossible situation that had the audacity to knock at your door and with tears in your eyes, when's the last time that you lifted it before the father and say, father, I thank you that you're working it out. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that you're turning this situation around. Father, I thank you that you're touching my body. Father, I thank you that you're touching that child of mine. 
Father, I thank you that you're touching those finances of mine. Father, I thank you. When's the last time that you begin to thank the Father in advance for what he is about to do in your life? You see, as Jesus was in the attitude of giving thanks, he turned that dry situation, that impossible situation, and he fed the people. He fed the multitude of people to the fact that they had leftovers. Hallelujah. I would have loved to see the face of the naysayers as Jesus began to move in his authority and began to thank the Father and begin to bless and give thanks unto the Father. I would have loved to see their faces and see what they were thinking at such a time as that that they were in. You see, what dry situation are you facing right now in your life? What roadblocks are preventing you from entering into your assignment that has been given unto you? What difficulties are you being faced with right now in your life? And instead of going into worry and instead of going into fear, Instead of picking up the phone and, and talking for hours on the phone about the situation to your best friend that can't change nothing, but only can just give you the empathy, the sympathy, the understanding, the love that you need. Uh, instead of going into isolation, you know how sometimes we can go and hide ourselves away and put the covers over our head and have a uh, a little pity party, instead of doing that, and, and instead of, of drifting away from the Lord, instead of going into a, 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 a season of anger and wondering why did this happen to me? I've been this kind of person. I've done that. You begin to list your credentials before the Lord and wonder why me? Instead of doing all that, instead of doing all that, Lift that situation up before the Lord and began to give him thanks in advance. Even with tears in your eyes, begin to lift it up before the Father and say, Father, I thank you that you have already worked this situation out. Father, I thank you that you're working behind the scenes. Father, I thank you. Begin to thank the Father this morning. Open up your mouth and say, Father, I thank you that you're moving ahead of me right now. Thank the Father for destroying every form of dryness in your life. Begin to thank the Father, oh, for destroying the plans of the enemy. Begin to thank the Father for destroying every form of confusion, confusion that has been sent to kill still and destroy. Begin to thank the Father for your divine breakthrough. Thank him for the peace. Thank him for the turnaround. Thank him for the blessings. Thank him. Glory be to God. Begin to thank the Father this morning for what he's doing in your life. And as you thank the Father, know that he's turning it around. Amen. God is turning it around in your favor even now as you begin to thank the Father. Begin to recommit your relationship back unto the Father today. Say, Father, I return back unto thee. 
Let us let us go before the Lord in prayer. And if you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, if you have strayed away from the Lord this morning, I invite you to say this prayer to restore your relationship with the Lord, to, to come and accept the Lord as your personal Savior. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross and raised three days later. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. I believe in the power, oh, that you're coming forward to bring into my life, to bring transformation. I believe that you are the Son of God. Take out anything in my life that no longer gives glory and honor unto you and draw me closer unto you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And if you said this prayer, you are saved. Amen. You have restored your commitment back onto the Lord today. And the past is the past. What happened yesterday, that's yesterday. You are whole. You are one now with the Father. Amen. And you go forth in your commitment with the Father today. As you go about your day, your study, your devotion time, your prayer time, I want to invite you to get your seed in the ground. There's four ways that you can give. It's so important that you keep your seed flowing. Amen. Keep your seed flowing. Your seed creates opportunities for you. Your seed creates divine opportunities for you. You may be sowing a seed for one thing, but God is behind the scenes moving. Amen. Your seed is creating divine opportunities for you that are waiting for you. There's four ways that you can give. The first way is by going to PayPal and our PayPal handle is lightwaychurches at gmail.com. Lightwaychurches at gmail.com. The second way that you can give is by going to Cash App. And our cash app handle is Lightway Churches, Lightway Churches. The third way that you can give is by going to text to give. And our text to give handle is, um, the number is 833-901-2082, 833-901-2082. And the final way that you can give is by going to the website, amen, lightwaychurch.com, and you can put your seed in the ground right there, lightwaychurch.com. Calm. I want to pray for you, saints of God, that you are putting your seed in the ground. Oh, this is the shift seed. Amen. I want you to name this the shifting seed. Amen. Those naysayers, those the behind the scenes saying it's not going to happen. It's over. This is the shifting seed that God is shifting some things for you in this season. He's creating opportunities just for you. Hallelujah. The apple of his eye. Gracious Father, I thank you. I thank you that even as your people are going forth to, to sow their seed, Father, I thank you that you are moving behind the scenes, creating opportunities just for your children, shifting things around in their favor. Father, we bless your name for what you're doing and the lives of your children. We thank you, oh, for answering every prayer. We Thank you, oh, for visiting every concern of your people, Father. We bless your name, oh, for a mighty work you're doing in the lives of your people. Return this seed back onto them 100-fold. And, Father, we bless your name, oh, for perfecting that which concerns every aspect of their lives. In the name of Jesus.
Amen, amen, and amen. Well, saying to God, I want to invite you to pray with lightweight church of God in Christ. We are we are praying, church, amen. We believe in the power of prayer. We know that when we pray, God hears us, amen. So many testimonies, amen, as we are tasting and seeing we're in this season, that we're tasting and seeing that indeed the Lord is good, amen. I want you to pray with us. Um, the number to call is 515 515- Six zero three five six three two five one five six zero three five six three two. We pray Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at nine a.m. Pacific time. So go ahead and cross check your time zone with our time zone so that we can get to praying. Amen. Um. Also go to Lightweight Church of God and Lightweightchurch.com. Amen. Um. To go ahead and become a member of Lightweight Church of God in Christ virtually. To go ahead and learn more about our our church. We do have three locations in in Ghana, West Africa. Go ahead and go to the website if you want to visit one of the locations you can do so well it has been a blessing it's been a privilege it's been an honor coming to you today with the word of god i pray you have a blessed and a prosperous day but i do want to remind you that god is shifting and he's turning things around in your favor so god bless you we love you and we should meet again next week be blessed